Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together, we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your coworker, who secretly under his slacks has some pantyhose on because he likes the way they feel against his body. I could be reading from a woman who also works with you. Sans panties, of course, because her dom told her to. I could be reading from a man who just watched his wife for the very first time take another man's cock. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies, questions, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, and incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape, sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. Did you know you can leave me a voicemail for one minute on anger? So I want to say thank you to the ones that actually figured that out. And um, some have been interesting. Some have been um, blushing. And some of them are quite kind. And I appreciate every one of them. I also have been reading some reviews lately. And thank you so much for all the kind words that you say there, even the one that um, asked for something. And (laughs) that made me giggle. Uh, Even I appreciate that one. And I'm sure if you scour through them, you'll find them. Um, So if you have a moment, and where you listen to me takes reviews, I really do appreciate you taking a moment to leave me a positive review. Anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. It's the work that goes into this is when I read them, it makes me feel oh, it's all worthwhile. Even the the thank you letters, as smaller um, as they are, and you're taking out the day to say that I changed your life or that um, what I'm doing helps. It really does feel really good. There's days that um, I'll be honest that I'm like, yeah, maybe I've maybe I've I've reached my peak. I've reached my number, and then boom, I'll have two or three of you that email me that week, and that makes me feel really good and keep going. So. Keep that going if you have time and any moment that you spare just to leave me a review is very, again, so very appreciative. And I want to thank each and every one of you. So want a little more of me? Patron.com forward slash Dear Nikki now. <laughs> you can get an episode on Friday, early access to this episode for, for $5 a month. For $10 a month, you get all of that plus a bubble with me, a live bubble with me. 
right now there's one of you that I entertain. Ha, oh, not that way. Get out of the gutter there, boys and girls, ladies. No, no, no. Answer questions. Just hang out. And just where it naturally flows. $10 a month. Hang out with me. Speaking of mail, I have a bit of fan mail, Darcy says. Dear Nikki, the only confession I have to share right now is my love and appreciation for you and what you do. I'm a huge fan of yours, and I follow you on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm a regular listener of your podcast. Please keep doing what you're doing, because you're the best. Lots of love, B. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really, really, truly do appreciate this. I'm blushing. I don't know if it's coming across or not, but totally blushing. Wouldn't need blush if I had it on, and I don't. But so there, you prepared my cheeks for the day. (laughs) Getting these type of emails, and I do get them on my Twitter and Instagram a lot privately, means so much to me. It really does. And I have no plans of quitting at this point. So there you go. At at this point, I don't see giving this up. As uh, Darcy says, keep making world a better place. Dear Nikki, my fiance and I have amazing sex life, except for one thing. He comes so fast. I've tried a lot of different things without directly asking him what I can do to make it last longer for fear embarrassing him. How can I make it last longer? Lily. So Darcy told me to tell you to think about baseball. And then that line right there got me to thinking, um, has anybody heard the song Cherry Pie by Warrant? There's a line in there. It says swing into the left, swing into the right. If I think about baseball, I'll swing all night. Yeah, not sure if that's what he meant. (laughs) I'll have to ask him, but um, it seemed a little too coincidental to me. But he's right. He also said that I was going to say communication. And he's absolutely right. As usual, not as usual. Don't tell him I said that. He has a big enough head anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that's... (laughs) I walked myself right into that door. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, but yes, he's right. Communication. Communicate, communicate, communicate. If you cannot talk about this, what are you going to be able to talk about later in life if it goes that way? He might be just nervous about something else. Um it's really actually very hard to center yourself and be in the moment. And I know for me as a woman, my lover does a great way, he, he amazing way to distract me and keep me in the moment. What are you doing about maybe pulling him away from the moment? Because sometimes we can be so in the moment, it's just boom, done. And, you know, I remember playing with this toy, this, that, the, uh, the Lalo Enigma that I got in and I was playing with it and we were playing together and 30 seconds, boom. I thought I was going to last a little longer. Apparently not. And and that's not a bad thing, but I mean, this is something that if it's happening all the time, then yeah, I mean, for a woman, I mean, 30 seconds is nothing. I mean, we can revamp up and go again, again, and again. Uh, men, not so much. So, what are you doing to pull him away so strongly in the moment? And what's making him rush there? So maybe whatever you're doing, I know sometimes I love to bite thighs. I am a biter, ladies and gentlemen. I love to nibble. Just ask my lover. But there's something about stroking him and then giving him a little 
something else like a hard left to take it away. So maybe try some of those things. Maybe switch it up if he's getting close. Maybe pull, have him pull out. Maybe, you know, have him go down on you to prolong it a little more. Just keep changing things up. If you can't find a way to do the direct approach and have the talk and in a neutral territory, if you want to have the talk, which is kind of hard, I've always suggested a car drive because you're not looking at each other. You're one's hopefully paying attention to the road and you can be looking out the window or he can be looking out the window, taking in everything. But again, the only way they can listen to you is stay or tuck and roll. Unless he's a stunt double for Tom Cruise or any of the other action stars, there's a good chance he's going to listen to you. So, <laughs> But if your direct approach, and even me being a very direct woman, um, is actually finding this, how would I say this? Um, a little uncomfortable. Here's some things that I think would work or could work for you besides before you step into the product zone. Um, suggest a pregame. Maybe before you have sex, make masturbation a part of it. Have him watch you. Tell him what, you know, he wants you to do. Another thing you could do is try a toy. Try something out there like a cock ring. They have, when I was at the Pines a couple weeks ago, this guy had a gorgeous cock ring. It went around the balls and around the cock, but it was silver. And it was, and I don't like cock rings, but this, dear lover, I want to buy you this cock ring. That's how much I was really into this cock ring. I, I know he caught me staring and I, and not that I stared out there because I did look, but I kept thinking, God, that's a beautiful cock ring. Not, you know, not that his cock wasn't bad, but this guy, I I love this cock ring. So he probably thinks I'm infatuated with this cock now. Okay. Back to you, Lily. Also the squeeze technique, um, have him pull out when things got really, really tense and really there and squeeze the head of his cock not hard. We're not damaging anything here. Just enough, just enough to, you know, catch them off guard. Another thing is condoms. There's a reason why there's just that, that layer there. If you guys are going bare, that is, there's a layer there that's, you know, they have to, men don't like them because they do desensitize and they can't feel and stuff like that. But you could prolong it to where we're at a short period of time, take it off if you guys are doing the bear thing and then finish. So that's, that's another good thing. Switch positions, another hard left. Um, kind of like, you know, when someone's having an anxiety attack, you can easily just go ahead and, you know, just when people have hard anxiety attacks, you want to take a, a really hard left in conversations and take them away from their thought and their, their mind train going. So those are some of the things I would do besides, you know, mini breaks and, you know, Another thing for is, you know, do some pelvic floor therapy. Um, You can actually go to a pelvic floor therapist. How do I know I had one? Um, And not for, you know, I was too tight, too tight. So, and we all know that story. But those are some of the things that you could do to get them into. Otherwise, if you go into the product zone, I've never tried them, but from the people that I've heard from, uh, Promiscent is a very, very good brand from what I understand for the people that use them need. Um, it desensitizes the cock, you know, two to four sprays, depending on how much you need. I've read that people have used more, but more than four is, you know, give it 10 minutes. So have them watch you masturbate for 10 minutes and then go at it if that's your game plan. 
Um, I know some other brands have some, I again, do not have firsthand knowledge on how they work or if they're good or whatever else. But again, promiscent, um, we didn't need it. (laughs) However, from the people that I know that use it, say it does help and it does give a numbing sensation. So that could very much work for you. I hope this helps. If not, write back and let me know. Lonely, I would love to know what you tried. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's pour some whiskey, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, my wife turned 50 a few weeks back and told me she wanted to surprise me with a gift for both of us. She wouldn't tell me what it was, but insisted it would be a great for both of us. I was intrigued. Saturday night at eight o'clock, it happened. She told me it was a night she wanted to experience, and she wanted to have me watch her experience it. Okay, what was it? At 8.05, our doorbell rang, and it was her friend Mary, a Great Lakes Metro native with an accent and attitude to match. I was a bit confused until my wife whispered in my ear that I was about to watch her friend frock her with a strap on. My cock started getting hard, and nothing had even started yet. We had a few shots, walked to the bedroom together, where her birthday experience was about to begin. I sat on the bed and was told I could only watch. I could, though, touch myself if I needed to, but that was all. I'm good with that. Mary is about three inches taller than my wife, so it looked perfect and she could be the submissive. Her clothes were removed as they began to kiss. As my wife stood there naked, her friend's hand slipped up and down her body, squeezing her breast and pinching her nipples. This drove my wife insane. So when she was told to bend over the bed, she did it eagerly and willingly. Mary slid her skirt down to reveal the six and a half inch strap on. She began to run the head of the toy on my wife's shaved pussy. And it wasn't long after that, she began to slide it into her. Her moans of pleasure were outstanding and my cock felt like it was going to burst just watching what was going on in front of me. As the pounding of her sweet pussy intensified, the moans of pleasure coming from my wife's mouth increased. The fucking she was taking got faster as her breathing quickened. I knew she was about to come. Then she held her breath and with one more thrust, she orgasmed. The sight and sound was so beautiful. I could see my wife's back arching, and another wave of orgasm began to pass through her body. The moans of pleasure were just incredible. Her friend then pulled her cock out of her pussy, flipped my wife onto her back, lifted her legs, spread her open, and slid her shaft deep into my wife again. This time, she worked her up with a slow, deep, thrusts. My wife's breathing was matching the thrust that she was receiving by now as I was stroking my rigid cock. My wife gazed at me stroking myself as she twitched with every penetration of her friend's lustful thrust into what was now her soaking wet pussy. Before her next orgasm, my wife asked me to stand over her and shower her with my cum before she came. I obliged like a good husband should. 
stood over her with my naked ass in front of her friend's face and felt her tongue slide up and down the crack of my ass. This drove me to the point of what was about to be one etched in wicked orgasm for me. The cum started to pulse from the base of my cock and then shot from the head of my cock onto my wife's tits, face, and wanting tongue. This started my wife's final and hardest orgasm. She moaned and screamed in pleasure as I could feel the bed shaking from the now insane deep pounding my wife's pussy was taking. It was all so magical. I dropped down to the bed next to her as Mary slowly pulled from the strap-on for my wife. She flopped down on the other side of my wife, giving her soft kisses. It was without a doubt the most intense birthday we had ever shared. As Mary got dressed to go, she looked at me and said that perhaps she would be by for my birthday in about ten months to give me the same style of pounding, only in my ass, because my wife mentioned that I would enjoy being pegged and she had not experienced that before. I easily said, it's a date. Happy birthday to my wife, and I'm looking forward to taking my turn to reclaim her pussy as mine. Mr. F. Hello, Mr. F. You're right. She had a very amazing birthday. That That is very hot. Ladies and gentlemen, could you? Could you allow your wife to be pegged by another woman? It's not a cock for those of us saying, I don't want a cock. No cocks touching her. I don't want to watch another man. Here you would have a beautiful woman in front of you, in front of your wife, and she's pegging her. So you would get to see her in that position, what a cock would look like, but it's not a cock. Could you do it? Ladies, if you're married to a lady or to a man that wants to be pegged, Could you do it? And then could we stand above them and spray them with our cum or make him eat our pussy while he's getting pegged? That kind of sounds hot. Actually, it is sounds very, very hot in my opinion. Have you ever done it? Would you ever do it? Trust your partner to be pegged by a woman. Hmm. Something to think about, isn't it? I think it is. And I really want to know. And Mr. F., I'm expecting a story in 10 months. Dear Nikki, some backstory. I was a government employee working on an Air Force base doing accounting work. The brand new office building they spent five years and $25 million to build just opened up for our division with enough space to have everyone get their own small but private office with a door that could close. Now, being one of the only men in the office at the time, I was tasked with helping move all the furniture and supplies to the new building. My boss at the time was in her mid-40s, and I was 30. Because of my position, I was placed next door to her office, which was a good for me, since she liked to wear tight-fitting dresses and lower-cut blouses. After we finished moving to the office to the new building, we were all celebrated and had a small office party. Business was back to usual the next day and went on for that way about six months or so. During that time, I was constantly trying to look down my boss's blouse or stare at her ass as she bent over. I think she caught me staring a couple times based on her reaction, but always played it off like I was staring into space and being absent-minded. After, we'll say, six months, she made the announcement that all hands on Monday morning meeting that she and her husband were moving to Hawaii and that she'd be leaving at the end of the work week. 
I was sad because she was a great boss to work for. Plus, it helped she looked 10 years younger than she was. So throughout the week, people stopped by, said their goodbyes, but I was waiting to Friday before she left to say mine. I show up my usual 0700, and I'm usually the first one in the office most of the time. I usually make coffee, send out any reports that need to have signed. It was about 8.30 when my boss came in. We'll call her Charlotte. She came in with a bunch of other employees that I saw, and I had already made coffee for everyone, but I also brought in donuts too. They all stood around eating the donuts and Charlotte saw that my office light was on. When she knocked on my door, I said, come in without even looking up from my screen. Jason, did you make the coffee and bring in donuts? I looked up and she was wearing a short sleeve gray blouse that hung just enough off her chest to make you hope for a good wind gust and a knee length black skirt. She held her hands behind her back. Yes, I figured since it was your last day here that I'd bring something in. She stepped inside and closed the door. That was very thoughtful of you. You're always very thoughtful, volunteering for everything, even helping me move offices. So I wanted to get you something. Hold out your hand and close your eyes. I admit that I was really intrigued, so I obliged her. I heard something that sounded like a paper and then warm, soft, roundish object placed in my hard hand. She said, Before you open your eyes, can you figure out what it is? Felt around and couldn't figure it out. I said no. She said, Go ahead and open your eyes. When I opened my eyes, her skirt had been lifted up, and my hand was resting on her bare pussy. She was straddling my hand, looking down at me and smiling. I know you've been looking at me when you think I wasn't paying attention, she said with a wink and a smile. To say the least, I was speechless. I could barely believe it was happening, but at the same time, it was a dream come true. I slowly moved my middle finger back and forth, and she just smiled at me. She moved away and back towards the door, and my heart sank. I thought, damn, it's already over. But instead, she locked the door and turned off the lights. I figured we have about five minutes before they finish the coffee and donuts. You have that much time, she said, slipping off her skirt. The black panties she had on were her on her knees by the time I had my pants and done and around my ankles. I patted the desk, which thankfully was perfect height for fucking co-workers. And she sat on the desk. As I slid my dick into her, she let out a soft moan, which she quickly clapsed a hand over her mouth. I moved in and out at a good steady pace, one hand holding up her leg, the other hand playing with her clit. I watched her eyes to see how she was doing and saw nothing but a more do me harder look for her. I moved faster, sliding in and out and back in before she knew it. I looked back into her eyes and I could tell she was getting close. I wanted to hurry up since it was close to five minutes by now. So I let go of one leg and clit and grabbed her ass, pulling her more deeply into me. I felt me hitting her cervix, which must have done it for her because I could hear her moan through her clasped hand. As she moaned, I lost it and filled her with cum. When I was done shooting it inside of her, she slowly came back down and gave me a dirty look. That was great thank you, and gave me a peck on the cheek. I stepped back and began stuffing myself back into my pants. She stood up off the desk and her panties fell to the floor. I retrieved them for her and she said, keep them. I quickly put them in my pants pocket and gave her a smile. That was one hell of a going away present, I said to her. She chuckled and said, yes, it was. And now I have to work all day with my cunt filled with your cum and no panties. She straightened her hair and skirt and unlocked the door exiting the office, and she turned and gave me one last wink. John. Okay, here we go. Question of the day. If your sexy-ass boss 
walked in on his last day, her last day, their last day, and wanted to fuck you senseless, or have you fuck them senseless, or both. Would you do it? Would you take that risk and probably have one of the best sex of your life, one of them, and then have the memories to go with it? Because not only possibly could you be dripping with your cum or his cum all the way down your legs all day or in your underwear or or whatever you guys wear, boxers, preferably. I, I, you know, love boxers, by the way, boys. Um, Could you do it? And then they're leaving. So your desk is there. And so every day for the, as long as you work there, you get to look at that spot. And we all know, even though how many times they've wiped that spot, you'll still be able to see her sitting there, them sitting there, you laying there, whoever's laying there. And you'll swear there's still ass cheeks there, handprints. You'll remember the moans every time you look at that spot. You'll remember how hard you came, how hard they came. Cause so could you do it? Or would you be the innocent schoolgirl boy here and say no? I'm betting we're all nodding hell yeah, because I know I am. Though I've never fucked my boss. Huh. Darcy's not my boss. I don't have a boss. I guess it's masturbation for me. Dear Nikki, a while back I placed an ad for a woman and met this chick named Shauna. She wasn't too far from me, but there was enough distance to take it slow. We texted for a couple weeks, and after a while, we agreed to meet up. She was nothing like her pictures, way heavier and a few years older looking. Those years had not been kind, but she was willing and had her papers. We both knew what we were meeting up for, so we went and got tested. We did lunch, walked around a bit, and talked. Then she says she wants to go back to my place. So I'm driving back to my place and she reaches over and starts pulling up my cock through my pants. I decided to let her go and see how far she'll take it. We're at a red light when she pulls down my zipper and takes my cock out. At this point, my eyes are on cars around us seeing if anyone notices. They don't. She gently stroking my dick, still sitting up. When that light turns green, we start rolling. She leans over takes my cock all the way down to the balls until her head is resting in my lap. I managed to stay in my lane and make the drive home with her slurping and sucking on me. When I cut the engine off, Shauna sits up like nothing happened. We head inside and as the door closes before I can say anything, she's on her knees reaching for my cock. In no time, she has her lips on my cock again. So she turns out that cock sucking is a huge turn on for her. I was bigger than her last few guys she dated, and she later told me she couldn't wait to feel me in her. Eventually, we made it to the couch. I slid her panties off, only to find she was dripping wet. I was debating going down on her for a second when she moaned, Fuck me. Fuck me, please. And the choice was made. I'm used to lining it up and having to work it in a bit with most women. Hell, even a few seconds just to get the head wet and keep going. That wasn't even necessary for Shauna. I pushed the tip of my cock against her, and she bucked her hips and took me all the way in her first pump. She was still dripping wet, so I pounded her hard for about 30 minutes and came in her. After I came, I stayed in her pumping slowly. She was tight, and she had me hard again about five minutes, so I put her on her knees in front of the couch and started fucking her from behind. That lasted for about 15 minutes. We'd take a break for about an hour, and then she started sucking on my cock again. Once I was hard, she got down on her hands and knees in front of me and started swaying her ass back and forth. Her glistening pink slit 
was ready for me. We fucked three more times, wild hair pulling, ass slapping, choke me harder daddy style sex. She asked me if it's okay if she stays the night. I says yes. We both called out of work and spent all day fucking all over the house. We still get together about twice a week. Jason. Well, hello, Jason. (laughs) So, did it feel good? Does it still feel good? Ladies and gentlemen, if you put an ad out and the person that you met up with isn't quite what they said they were, but they had the papers that they were clean, would you go for it? I doesn't sound like they're looking for any type of relationship um, besides sexual. I mean, it could lead that way. Who knows at this point? But would you? You have a sure thing in front of you. They're not quite what you wanted, but it sounds like they were, you're still a little attracted to them and you're gonna get laid. And then you find out she's kinky. You find out they like a little bit of exhibitionism, a little warm up, and then they rebound very quickly. If you knew, I guess if we all knew and had a crystal ball, we probably would do this, right? But I'm sure some of us have some stories that, yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda walked. But I like hearing about these. So if you had a short thing in front of you, the papers checked out, yada, 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 you did what you guys agreed on. Could you, would you, did you? Hmm. I don't know for me on this one. I'm sitting here thinking and stalling and I, you know, looks aren't everything for me. I have to connect. I mean, it's part of the equation for me. I have to be attracted. We all have to be attracted physically somehow. And if anybody says that's not the truth, that's partially a lie because you, you have to be somewhat attractive or attracted to the person. Now for me, does looks have to be everything? No, absolutely not. Wit, charm, make me laugh, um, make me think. That easily can get me into bed. Can it, lover? Dear Nikki, my name is Lawrence, and this took place in my mid-twenties. I'd grown up and spent most of my life up to that point interested only in women and considered myself totally straight. I had a serious high school girlfriend, went to college and dated and hooked up like average straight guy. But there had always been an attraction for me to really big cocks that I would see in porn. When I was 26, I had a friend with benefits named Sandy. She was hot, curvy, older than me by 10 or so years. She had just got out of a divorce and was exploring and having a lot of fun. She and I would fuck probably once or twice a week. I knew she had other lovers and I encouraged it. I felt really comfortable and safe with her and shared a lot of my fantasies with her. One summer Sunday afternoon, she called me up out of the blue and said in a hushed voice that I should... Come now, come quickly. Bobby is here. I responded, okay, sure. What are you two doing? And she said, fucking. So I showered, got dressed smartly and hustled over to the old Victorian house in a hipster neighborhood. I rang the doorbell, feeling incredibly nervous about what I was about to encounter on the other side of that door. She knew I had fantasies about big cocks and I was wondering if this is what it was about or if she just wanted to be double teamed. Sandy answered the door completely naked, her face flushed red. She said they were in the middle of having sex and I ran the doorbell. She kissed me hello and gave me a hug and said, everything's all right, come upstairs. So I followed her up the stairs and was met 
by this young stud named Bobby. He had a slim, ripped body and wavy hair. He was walking across the living room from the kitchen with a glass of ice water and a massive heart on. I was thinking, wow, this is kind of crazy. Sandy laid down on her bed in the room, and they followed her in there. Bobby laid down next to her, too. She mounted his condom-covered huge cock right in front of me. Slowly rocking back and forth, she told me to take my clothes off, so I obliged. Naked and now hard myself, she climbed off his dick and took a rubber off of it, too. She took a couple sucks on the head of his cut cock. It was about nine inches long, making it three inches longer than my own. She looked up at me, and I'm standing there, clueless about what I should do about this right now. She said I should come lay down on the bed next to her and suck his cock. I'm flabbergasted and surprised by the suggestion, almost in disbelief, if this was actually happening in real life. So, of course, I did. I laid down, my face maybe a foot from his dick. I kissed Sandy and looked over to his cock. The first thing I did was wrap my hand around it. The first cock I had ever touched. I thought, wow, this is really nice. So thick and hard. I heard Sandy whisper encouraging words in my ear. It's okay, baby. Go for it. Try it. Put it in your mouth and see how it feels. And then the next moment I did. I moved my head above his cock and wrapped my lips around just the head. Oh my God. It was amazing. The skin on the head was so soft. I moved my mouth down as much as I could. But back then, I had quite a gag reflex. Soon I was looking the length of his veiny shaft, and of course I had to try his shaved balls in my mouth. This went on for what seemed like a long time. Very was responsive and kind to me. I could hear Sandy very turned on by watching what was happening in front of me. I didn't make him come. Rather, we started taking turns fucking Sandy and me sucking his dick too. Eventually he did come, and he shot into my mouth and face while I was on my knees next to Sandy and she got some of his own warm load, too. With his jizz on both of our faces, I got back inside Sandy's wet pussy and fucked her until I came inside of her. My mind was blown. I had finally sucked dick, and I loved it. Lawrence. Well, hello, Lawrence. How are you? This was incredibly sexy. I actually find it very exotic. I've always wondered if somebody would be into that. Would they be into sucking my juices off of my lover's cock? It's something that I've played with myself in my head. And well, haha, see, walked into the door again by myself. I I am so much talent, I'm telling you. But, (laughs) But anyway, there's just something knowing, you know, if my lover doesn't let him touch me, what that tastes like. This is what she tastes like. This is how sweet it is. So I was thinking from her point of view, how sexy and arousing that was. And yes, I am wet. But would you do it again? Did you do it again? I that's what I want to know. And did was she not in the picture? There's nothing wrong with exploring your boundaries, pushing that envelope. As we say here, it doesn't make you anything. It makes you sexplorative. And that's it. It doesn't 
matter. It doesn't matter who's in the room. It does only people that matter in the room actually are you and the person or people that you're doing it with and their boundaries and their consent. Other than that, your next door neighbor, unless they're hitting Sam in the room, and you know where I'm going with this. Nothing matters. Let go. Enjoy. Don't overanalyze. Just enjoy it. It is what it is. And if you like it, guess what? You can do it again. You can keep it as discreet or as open as you want to be. I'd like to know if you did it again, Lawrence. And did you go any further? I think this is a really good place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Remember, if you have any questions, fantasies, anything else, just send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, and anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash, in, uh, no, Dear Nikki, <laughs> N-I-K-K-Y, of course. Wow, even I'm still getting used to the name title change. <laughs> Don't forget, if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive feedback wherever you hear your other favorite podcasts. And in closing, I miss you between my legs, slowly pushing in, looking into me while you do it, your eyes changing colors, going very dark, thrusting, then picking up speed and doing it again and again until when you're close to climaxing, you're bumping my cervix. What do you think, lover? Do you want to do it again? I know I do. And until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.